Do you want to improve your relationship to money? Do you feel like you cannot shake the scarcity mindset that you are in? Do you want to pursue your dream job but are scared to leave the safety of your corporate job? Are you curious to learn more about building your own wealth? In today's episode on Root Awakening a Health Podcast, we are talking with Jay Butler. Jay is the owner of Ellison Consulting, a business success coach and a mom. Jay specializes in sales confidence and increasing revenue. Jay coaches women on how to be the authority within their own business and within their own lives, how to start building long-term wealth with alternative principles, and how to stay really confident while building businesses, stepping away from being an employee and stepping into the CEO role. Jay also coaches her clients on the mindset factor that is so important when staying abundant, confident, and balanced. So yes, you guessed it, folks. This episode is about money. It is so beautiful that Jay communicates this information about confidence and abundance and money mindset because money is still hush-hush in our society and that's not really healthy. So I'm super excited that Jay and I were able to talk so openly about wealth, prosperity, and how we can use that to change the world. Jay has so much information on this and so much knowledge on these topics that she shares with us. It's a super valuable, super important episode. And in this episode, Jay tells us about why everyone has what it takes to be an entrepreneur, no matter who you are. Jay tells us about what kind of mindset shift is necessary to break out of the typical corporate space and what the signs are that you need a life change. We talk about how to take ownership of your own life, which a lot of us are not currently doing. And Jay shares tips on how to set yourself up as the authority of your own space. And she describes why you have to, at the same time, save yourself first before you save others and how to mind your health throughout entrepreneurship and how you need to care for your health at a higher level during entrepreneurship. Jay even gives us tips on how to organically attract people to you on social media and why giving discounts isn't helping you or your clients. So if you are ready to start feeling abundant, if you're ready to start feeling like the authority of your own life, if you are ready to get fired up and confident in what you do, this is the episode for you. So let's just get into this thing. This is Root Awakening, a health podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening. I am a holistic health coach and I help you gain balanced health without going cold turkey. You can follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. If you want to message me personally and say hi, you can. You can do that on Instagram. I would be so happy to hear from you. Tell me what you think about this podcast. Tell me about how you are feeling about the episode so far. What is the vibe? What do you like? What do you wish would change? I want to hear about all that. So be super open. If you have the space for it, I would love to hear about it. Tell me what you think about the podcast in general. Tell me about how you're feeling when you're listening to it or just say hi and what's up. I would be so happy to hear from you. Okay, folks, we know what is happening here. We have a giveaway going on right now. So one person, 
will have the chance to win a free 45-minute private health coaching session with me. So if you want guidance on food or boundaries or how to connect to your intuition or how to become less dependent on alcohol, how to reconnect with your body, how to find more purpose in life, how to find more fulfillment in life, how to make decisions easier, how to get better sleep, how to wake up without feeling like you want to press the alarm a thousand times. These are all topics that I specialize in. I would be so ecstatic to coach you about these topics. And if you want to be entered into the drawing to win this free 45-minute coaching session with me, you can, one, subscribe to this podcast, two, leave a rating and review, or three, share this podcast with your community. So just take a screenshot of your subscription, of your review, or the post that you share. DM me that screenshot on Instagram and your name will be entered into the drawing. If you do one of these three things, your name gets entered once. And if you do all three of these things, if you subscribe, if you leave a review, and if you share this podcast, your name will be entered into the drawing three times. So you will have three times the chance of winning a 45-minute private health coaching session with me. So definitely take advantage of this opportunity, leverage this. It's a free way to be eligible for free health coaching. And if you'd like to receive long-term guidance and join a community of people who honor their health and who are on your wavelength and who know that supporting others is super important, apply to join the Root Awakening Mastermind. The Root Awakening Mastermind is a supportive, inclusive, encouraging community alongside an online platform, which is basically a sparkly bank packed full of online wellness content. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know what's up. The Root Awakening Mastermind is your supportive community to transform your health into an amazing place to have great sustainable energy every day. This entire membership program, this entire mastermind is built off of a course that will help you to let go of the unhealthy habits in your life and replace those with new habits, with new rituals that feel really good to you, that feel like they are nurturing your health and that make you feel joyful, that make you feel fulfilled and that make you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose in life okay so by joining that root awakening mastermind you will get access to one like i said this online course you will get access to a library of recipes cooking techniques meditation methods journaling methods and self-care resources that will support you as you let go of the habits that don't serve you you will also get access to mindfulness mantras which are like guided meditations recorded by me and and you will get access to a weekly gathering where our community comes together and I set up a weekly intention for the group. So this will hold you accountable. These calls will keep you on track. These calls will make you feel heard. These calls will make you feel seen. They will make you feel connected and centered and mindful for the week, okay? And guess what? When you make the investment to join the Root Awakening Mastermind, you get access to all of these resources for an entire year. That's 365 days so it's a yearly subscription that you only have to pay once and the price is extremely ex accessible I am so so proud of this price I think it works out to be like less than a dollar fifty a day because 
right now we are offering a special founding members price. So for a small amount of time, you can claim this founding members price. It's a lower price. Like I said, it works out to be less than $1.50 per day. Super, super accessible. So send me a DM at emilys.rootawakening if you are interested. There are also links in my bio that will help you get started in the mastermind and that will help you request to join the mastermind. Okay, so let's get into this interview with Jay Butler of Ellison Consulting. Hey, everybody. Today is a super special, super exciting day because I have Jay Butler here with me to talk and for me to interview her for this episode of Root Awakening, a health podcast. Jay Butler is the CEO of Ellison Consulting. She is a business coach. She is a former overworked and underpaid HR and talent acquisition leader, now business success coach that specializes in sales confidence, increasing revenue, and preparing them to hire a high-performing team. So as a mom of one, her daughter Maddie and a woman who helps women who are service-based leaders in the coaching and consulting space to increase their clientele, she understands the importance of honoring her body and nurturing her mindset for quality performance, and she leads with light, a sprinkle of tough love, and fuels the mind with alternative wealth building principles for women to carry out for multiple generations to come. She is an amazing person, folks, just an incredible, light, radiant individual. I love talking to Jay because she is just so, she speaks so much truth. She's so herself. She's just really real. And she's not afraid to say things that might be kind of startling for people to hear. And I think that's so important because at the end of the day, it's good to remember that if we're speaking honestly, and we're if we're speaking in a real way to our listeners, that's how we really help them, right? So I'm so excited excited to get into all of these topics. And Jay Butler, welcome to Root Awakening, a health podcast. Emily, it is a pleasure to be here with you. I'm so, (laughs) so happy to be here talking to you. So I would love to hear, Jay, would you like to tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today? So we heard a little bit about what you're doing right now, a little bit about where you came from. Can you tell us a little bit more about this journey that you've had to get you here now? Gladly, gladly. Well, Emily, uh, born and raised in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, born to two very, <laughs> as look, dare I say it, religious parents who brought me up in this kind of restrictive home where everything was pretty much laid out for me. I had to go to college, had to get the degree. Marriage was also in, in the works, definitely in the stars. I had to do everything the right way. So I did everything the right way did everything that was according to the plan that they had for me. But I got out there and realized that someone else's plan, even if it was my parents, just did not work for me. Even though I was accomplished on paper, you know, undergrad from University of Tennessee, Knoxville, proud alumni. But I also figured out when I got out there into the workspace that it was just something that just was missing for me. And got married to my child's father, even though we got together and, you know, the relationship turned, you know, left really quick. What came out of it, obviously, was a wonderful child. And she is about to be 13 in a couple of weeks and (laughs) got my master's degree, you know, did everything the right way. I went into corporate America, climbed very, very quickly, went from being a job coach, uh, starting out from undergrad, worked in the 
banking industry a little bit in the mortgage sector around the time of the 08 crash, 08 to uh, 10, 2010 crash. Then went into the job coaching round where I went from job coaching all the way into talent acquisition leadership, where I left corporate as my last role was really a director of talent management. And when I tell you that that was a time where everybody thought I was the bomb. Okay. Everybody thought I was the ish. I was invited to speak in panels, be, you know, at the table, having conversations with higher ups, top 40, under 40 in Houston, like everything mapped out. But there was a big piece of me missing. And that was passion for what I was doing. I did not like it. I saw a lot of things behind the scenes in corporate America that I just did not care for. I saw a lot of people that were great at what they did. Amazing skilled capable of being a leader in their own right in these organizations. And they were booted out because of, you know, nepotism or favoritism or, you know, discriminatory practices. And I just kind of had it enough. And even I experienced in my own career where I decided enough was enough. So coaching has always been something I've done. And even in my career, HR, I've always been kind of that coaching piece and motivate people to keep their jobs and improve their performance. And then I decided to do it as a profession because coaching is a profession. And so I decided to take a step out of corporate America, fire corporate, decided that enough was enough. I've done it that way. I've done away with marriage. So I'm divorced. Um, Of course, for good reason. And I became a full-time mom, full-time coach, full-time available to nurture and craft my own mission here on this plane. And it feels really good to do that. So here I am. So inspiring and incredible (laughs) that, yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to switch from this role of being in corporate America because it really envelops you, right? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it really becomes your lifestyle and it can easily just become quote unquote who you are, right? And then how do I get out of that? And how many, Mm -hmm. honestly, Jay, like how many millions of people are dealing with that right now, literally, right? Where they feel like, yeah, I would love to break out of this. I see all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I see all the discrimination. I see all the unfairness that's happening. And it's, it's really not very human when we come down to it, right? And in many parts of corporate America, right? But I can't get out because that's scary. I'm not going to make any money. All of these, these limiting beliefs come up. And it's just because of how we're conditioned, we're conditioned to believe, like you mentioned, like most of us are raised to, okay, you go to college, then you get a job, and then you get married, and then you do this. And that's what you do. And the people that tell mm-hmm. us that they just want to keep us safe, but there are other options out there, right? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to go back what you said, corporate has become an identity. Corporate has become the staple of accomplishment and achievement for people. And so they feel like if they step out of corporate America, then they lose that achievement factor. They're not, you know, they don't have this external validation, the the go girl and oh, she's amazing. So when you step out into uncharted waters, aka known as entrepreneurship, you really, really have to start making a name for yourself. Now you have to be known as this person that does this job or specialize. So it's a little different, but it's not, it's actually one of the most rewarding things ever, because now you're taking control of your own money train as opposed to someone controlling the money train for you. 
And there are alternatives to working. And some people will say, well, everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. I call bluff on that. I really do. I don't care. Like I really, I, I call bluff on that. Everybody on earth has an innate characteristic and attribute to create something. Everybody. Everybody that's working for a corporate sector right now, you literally can do that for yourself. And a lot of people will fight me on that, but it's the truth. And you can create your own income. Coming from someone who turned $38 into going into 2021 at five figures in their coaching practice, cash, and I'm not talking about just happenstance, this is cash money. And I'm talking about in five, five and a half, six months. This, this was a reality that I had to rewrite for myself because I didn't think it was possible. But corporate America and doing things by the books can often drain you because it takes away your power to create the life that you actually want to create. Yes. I am just like, I want to jump around and scream right now <laughs> because your vibe is just so, and I think everyone is going to notice this too. Jay's energy is just so radiant and it just makes you want to jump up and do something and just like celebrate <laughs> yourself because you're powerful. Right. Aww. I have, but I'm just like already fired up. So I'm super excited. I'm super excited to jump in here, but yes, when we're talking about making that break from, mm -hmm. from, okay, actually, maybe I can do this. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that transition period where you did say enough is enough and kind of what was happening in your mind as you broke out to create your livelihood for yourself? Absolutely. So many times when people make the run for something normal, right, run away from something normal, it's usually a life change. So a life change can include, but not limited to, a loss. It could be divorce. It could be the death of a loved one. It can also be sickness. It could be dis-ease. Something happens where it like, kind of shakes your world a little bit. A life change could also be a breakup or being passed over for an opportunity that you really, really wanted. And it, and it probably wasn't the first time that it's happened and you're seeing a trend. And when life changes happen, it's really a knock from the universe saying, you probably don't need to like do this no more. You, there's something on the other side of this and you probably need to pay attention to it because I'm giving you a way out and you're tired and you're stressed and you're overworked and you don't have to be this way. You don't have to live your life that way. So my life change was consistently showing up and doing the absolute most. And I, I, I funny when I say that and joke around, but I really was doing the most. I was coming to work early, staying late, meeting all deadlines, doing everything I was supposed to do, being, you know, just being who I was and being an overachiever, which is something I've always done. So if you gave Jay uh, uh, a quota to meet Jay going Jay is not only going to meet it but she's going to exceed about 25 30 percent even same with Emily you know going to my coaching program my the, with my coach you know meeting milestones I take that as a challenge there's something there's a challenge that comes on for me that I don't want to be the girl that didn't do it you see what I'm saying I didn't I never wanted to be the girl that's that you know I put her in a position and she didn't achieve it I did not, uh, I didn't want to equate Jay with falling short. Mm -hmm. That was, a, that's a, and it's probably a change. It's still a mindset thing. I'm trying to still work through, <laughs> but what happened for me, the shift that happened for me with when I finally decided I'm done 
was that I found myself in trends of showing up all the time, doing overly what was required of me and still not being quote unquote rewarded and seeing other counterparts that either didn't look like me or did half the work I did. And they were the ones that were getting promoted, even though I was being praised for it, I wasn't being rewarded for it. But that was my time to say, you know what? It's not their fault. It's my fault. So the, the shift was ownership. Some people will blame corporate or blame their boss, blame their parents, blame everybody. But it was my fault. It was my issue. I allowed people, even my relationships, past relationships, like men that I had dated and I would see them, you know, I would be the one to kind of say, oh, we don't have to do that. But then I would break up with them or they, would, you know, we would break up and I would look somewhere or hear that they would take that new chick <laughs> on a cruise or out of town on a vacation. I'm like, I didn't get that. But that's because why I didn't I did not require that for myself. And so the, the life change was just taking ownership that you didn't demand that you didn't you didn't put that into your into your life plan that this is what it's going to take for me to do this. And this is what I want. I went to therapy for six months to help me with some of those those back in back in the memory type traumatic events that I had to, to unwrap and peel back the layers of the onion and say, you know, this is the reason why I, I, I'm accepting this because I've always accepted less. I've always accepted that it's okay for me to be this way and that it's okay because everybody else is taken care of. I put other people before me and think that that's a badge of honor. And it's really undercut is kind of toxic. Like you got to put yourself first. If you don't save yourself first, how are you going to go and save others? So while everybody is benefiting and running and winning awards of the things that you've helped them with, and you're not getting any of that, that reward in return, then it's your fault. So on taking ownership was that was definitely that shift that helped me to come out of that. Mm, it's so beautiful and simple and yet something that we skip over so easily taking ownership because mm -hmm. we look for people to blame it's such this is yes. such a beautiful way of explaining it I love it I've never heard it explained like this in such a bite-sized way Jay and it it really really resonates with me and also the idea of you have to take care of yourself before you can help to take care of others, right? That's something Ooh, yes. I love championing this idea because it's mm -hmm. so true. It could be, you have to take care of your physical health. You have to take care of your responsibilities. You have to take care of your mindset, right? It could be any of these things, but you have to make sure that you are balanced so you can have the space to help mm -hmm. others, right? Absolutely. Taking care of your body, it, it, mind, body, and spirit for sure. My, my clients, I kind of tell them that when you're, when you're stepping out here and you're doing something that you've never done before, you may have done entrepreneurship, you know, dibble and dabble. But when you're talking about building a company, that's, that's a whole different type of responsibility. Everybody's an entrepreneur these days. You can do a side hustle. You can make a few hundred dollars here and there. I call it grocery store money. You can make light bill money. You can make a little bit of here and there. But when you're talking about building a company that's going to sustain the test of time, your body has to keep up with that. And that was a big wake up call for me 
when I got an unction from spirit to say, you need to honor your body because your body is a tool. Your human body, your physical skin, body form is a tool to get things done in the earth realm. And if you are tired, if you're fatigued, if you're not drinking water, if you're not staying hydrated, if you're not eating the proper foods to fuel your, your, your body, fuel your blood, premium foods, then you stand the risk of, first of all, your clarity is off. You can't serve properly. You can't think critically. You don't have any energy and you run the risk of your hormones being all over the doggone place. And, and now your clients are suffering because you're not presenting your best self. And that was a wake up call for me about maybe three months ago where I found myself like waking up during the night and all this stuff. And I had gained a significant amount of weight because I was stress eating. I was emotionally eating and I was like, I got to stop. Like, this is ridiculous. So your, your health is of the utmost concern because some people will eat right. And maybe there are some other things they need to, to, you know, to work on outside of that, but Really so, if you're stepping out here and you really want to do this entrepreneurship thing, you really got to honor who you are and honor that body and that mind that you have because it, it's definitely necessary to keep up so that you can serve at your highest capacity. Yeah, that balance is totally mm-hmm. true. And I think, would you say, Jay, that this is something that really scares people away from fully taking on that entrepreneurship role or fully uh, leaving corporate to start cultivating something really great for themselves is that they're like, well, I don't know how I'm going to balance it. I have to take care of I have to take care of a lot for myself. And I know that you have, you've spoken a lot before as setting yourself up as the authority of your space. And really, again, it's like another, another layer of ownership to be like, well, now I have a lot of different responsibilities, but I have freedom in that. And, but Mm -hmm. I have, I can build this life for myself that I want. So there are new responsibilities that come from leaving the corporate space that were taking care of you before. Like, I know you've said like, your, your office, you have to create your own office now. You have to create your own break space. You have to create your own hours, right? There's a lot more responsibilities, but within that, you can get more of what you want and you still, you get to make these decisions for yourself. So yeah, can you talk a little bit about setting yourself up as the authority of your space and those changes that need to happen when you have, you know, it's, it's up to you. You're accountable to create this. You're accountable. Absolutely. And I want to go back to something that you stated too about balance and people that are working nine to fives and desire to transition. So the thing is, is that you're going to have issues with balance when you're working a nine to five and trying to create a business outside of that. And, And that's probably going to be the biggest challenge for people because they've never been challenged energetically and physically to that level before. So there are going to be early mornings and late nights. There's no way around that. I tell people all the time, like you got to choose, you got this nine to five and you want to come off of it. You're going to have to make a decision for to forsake some normalcy because now you're adding something else on your plate that you didn't have there before. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take you stretching your day out a little bit more and also stretching your capacity. So that part is definitely a call to honor your body in another, in another level. And then also, even with your building, you're going to have to start establishing authority in your space, just like you said it. 
I I definitely feel that right now the internet is, and, and we're talking about the socials. When I say the socials, the Facebooks, the, the Instagrams and the LinkedIn's, this is right now we're at a, the maturation of social media right now. So we went through the discovery phase, the growth phase of social media, which was probably around, you know, 2014, 2015, all the way to like 2018 and now 2019. Now we're going through a phase of the maturity of social media. So now if you're using social media and you're trying to start a business and you need clients and things of that nature, you're going to have to separate yourself from the people that are already quote unquote, in this space. So now you have to turn your social media into a money magnet, into a monetization machine, because gone are the days where you could kind of dibble and dabble and grow at a 10x rate. Now you have to either do it or not. And that's the decision that you're going to have to make. You know, the authority in your space, you're either going to show up and be the authority, or you're going to sink and be swallowed and drown in the noise of all these other people that say they want a business and not really taking it seriously. So this is the, the, the choice of where you are if you are in your nine to five or you're in your own business full time and you're really saying, I got to step up my game. Stepping up your game means to really show up and be in the authority and just talking about it and not wavering on the topic. This is what, the, this is the perception. Because people will start being attracted to you, not based upon the facts of how to do a thing, but your perception to how you do the thing. That's the difference. Yes. I love that we're getting into these topics right now. (laughs) Every time, every single time I like you finish speaking, I'm like, let's do this. I'm, this is the same thing. It happens on social media folks. Every time Jay's going live, I'm messaging her like, I love your lives. I'm so pumped up right now. But yes, I love that we are transitioning into these topics because Jay, would you like to talk a little bit about money? Ooh, yes. Okay. (laughs) Because I think that's like often also the first thing that people think, the first thing that many people think when they talk about, okay, you have to start selling on social media. Let's go for it. Tell people about what you're selling. Tell them about what you're offering. That can get scary for a lot of people right away. Mm -hmm. Or they think, well, that sounds creepy or weird. Or uh, Can we talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about money mindset and Again, I mean, I love how everything is just linking back to ownership. It's such an amazing word that you kind of, you know, blanketed our conversation with. But really, again, taking ownership and taking authority over like, hey, I have something amazing that I'm offering to the world and being okay with that and being confident about that, especially on social media. Absolutely. So I'm so glad we're talking about this because I think that that ties into showing up. And when you show up, money follows just think about the nine to five let's go back to the corporate you don't get a check if you don't show up for work every other friday whatever your pay schedule is if you don't show up you know some people work from home so if you don't log in and show some activity then there's no there's no check going to be in your direct deposit same thing with your business so let's go back to the money mindset when it comes down to entrepreneurship When you start a business, you start a business for several different reasons. And you got to think about why you start a business. And I had to even revisit that because 
many times people start a business because they want to help people and helping people gives them an easy way to even come into your space and kind of manipulate unconsciously or kind of come in easily to tell you what they need and, and making you bend to the need. However, if you are starting a business for financial abundance and to be free financially and energetically to do what you wish, then you begin to really monitor how people come into that space of your business. Because I'm serving but I'm not going to give a person the authority to tell me how to bring them into my business. Why, how did that tie that in together? Because when you're service, you're helping people. Let me take service out. When you're helping people, because helping and service has a little bit of a difference. And I'll get into that in a minute. When you're helping people, you're helping people by, oh, she doesn't have it. Let me just give it to her anyway. Oh, I feel sorry for this person. Let me just do this anyway. Let me just slash off half. But financially, monetarily, you're not benefiting from that. And you don't feel good about it. Yeah, the person feels good because they've entered into your business space by getting what they wanted twice over. And it's no different than how you were being treated into the plan of someone else. So that same mindset is being trickled into your business. And these are things I had to work through too because I just wanted to help people. But then when that person gets into your doors, they're not even leveling up to the value of what your full offer or your full service is. So now they're getting in and they're really not taking the full advantage and showing up properly because they got in at a discounted or free rate. However, if you're coming in with this financial abundance overflow wealth mindset where there are so many different people out there that I can serve. There are so many different people I can help. There are so many people I can, you know, bring it to the fold, but these are the parameters and the boundaries I've set for myself so that I can meet my, not only my personal goals, but my company goals. So this is another thing too. If you're running a company, that's why I tell my clients, stop saying business now. You need to start seeing a company. You know why? Because you got business taxes. You've got expenses. You've got to pay yourself at some point. You've got uh, tools and systems that you need to use. So when you start saying things like, I'm running a company, you're approaching your clientele or perspectives differently than you were when you say, oh, I just, you know, I got me a little business. No, you have a company. So when you honor that you have a company, you have to honor all the back end that comes along with that company. So when clients are coming through the door, they're honoring not only who you are as a service provider, but they're honoring the fact that I have to sacrifice and put up what I say I'm going to do. And the, the manifestation of that trust is that I am going to pay the price. And in, in honoring that, you're honoring your company. And when you honor your company, your company is going to reward you for that. It's going to continue to support you while you support your client. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. It makes so much sense. And it brought up so many really, really lovely 
thoughts about what you were saying specifically, Jay, like grouping these into bigger topics of like, you can use this advice in every single aspect of your life. Every single Mm -hmm. time you require respect from someone or every single time you want an equal energy exchange. So no matter if you are to those who are listening, if you are a coach or if you Mm -hmm. have a side business or if you are also trying to sell your art or if you have if you want to start consulting or if you have anything that you would like to exchange with someone for abundance, this advice is so, so valuable and just touches on the idea. And I know you say this too, Jay, that energy is money. Money is energy, right? So it's Mm -hmm. an exchange. It's an energetic exchange. And if we allow people to keep coming into our space at really discounted rates, or if we keep saying, oh, well, I know this person, so I'll give them a big discount or, uh, oh, they're really sweet. I'll give them a big discount. Or they were telling me about their financial difficulties. I'll give them a big discount. It's not an equal energy exchange, which sets Mm -hmm. us up for imbalance in the future, right? Right. Because everything you're bringing in an energy that's not really leveling up to the equate that the the equalization of that exchange. So, and these are things that I had to find out myself is that people that do not bring come in with that equal energy are not matching up to the same level of energy to someone who has paid the full price. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And this is not to shade anyone, but this is why we have to stop seeking free help. A lot of people say, well, you know, I don't understand why coaching is should, you know, why isn't it free or why mentorship should be free? Well, at the end of the day, you're going to want that same energy in your own business. Well, you know, I, you should be able to give this away for free. In that case, you shouldn't have a job. Mm -hmm. You should just volunteer. If that's, if that's how you approach business and mentorship and entrepreneurship and coaching, or in any capacity, it doesn't even have to be business coaching, be health coaching or anything like that. You should just give it away for free. Well, the, the reason why there is money attached to it and a cost is because the sacrifice, the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice of every human being in, on this earth realm is currency. Yeah, you can barter, but bartering can get old too. But you can't work harder than a person that put up a couple of thousands of dollars to meet a goal. And if they're, if they don't meet the goal, then there's a huge money mindset block behind it that they need to work through, which is what a coach helps out with. A coach helps out with mindset and belief system shifting. So with that being said, is that when you're talking about helping and serving, right? So helping is, I'm just against my own principles and values and and my goals, I'm going to help you get to where you need to be. And serving is actually the, the, the manifestation of what you paid for, because now I'm, I'm taking you to another level per the price that you paid for. So if my, my program is 5,000, 3,000, $10,000, then the level of service is going to be either equal to that or more than that because you're coming in expecting something and I'm going to give you more than what you asked for. The value is what you're paying for. So the money mindset in terms of helping people to understand expansion, money is energy. Money is energy. It's an exchange. It's circulating everywhere. 
But when you don't show up, when you don't honor your purpose, when you don't honor your assignment, when you don't honor your business, when you don't honor your company, you stand the chance of money just skipping right over. It's going to circulate and go right to the next person because you fail to show up and you fail to let the people know that you are available to serve them. Yeah, totally. Totally. And it comes from a good place, right? It comes from a place of, I just want to help. And I just, maybe I can kind of give my stuff away while still making enough money to survive. But hey, guess what? We all deserve a lot more than that. And also, we do. right? And guess mm-hmm. what? Having the client pay the full price, pay the price that your services are actually worth helps to hold them accountable. Because like you were saying, Jay, if you if the client pays half the price or part of the price, they're not going to fully take the program seriously because we're kind of just not like wired like that. I've done a number of free coaching programs. I pay for multiple coaches now, right? But I mm-hmm. have before I got into getting my own coach, investing in my own coach, I did some free coaching programs and that really helped with, with being aware of what coaching was and it helped with my mindset, but guess what? Right. I did the results that I wanted because I didn't, have to say it. I didn't take it fully seriously. Right. Because there's no skin in the game. Yes. When you don't have any skin in the game. I mean, just like people say, well, I can look up on YouTube how to do this and that. You're absolutely right. So why don't we have more millionaires? When you got Google, Google will tell you anything, how to do everything. You got Pinterest, you got YouTube, tells you actually how to, how to make millions of dollars. But you know why people are not taking this seriously? Because it's, there's no sacrifice. There's no attachment of this. This is aligned with my level of action and my level of commitment to a thing. So the money mindset comes in with this. You got to start where you want to be. You got to reverse engineer. So if my if my vision for my life is to be, I don't know, a vacation home here, nice home here, being able to, you know, slap a check in full for my daughter's college fund without her taking any loans or any other financial assistance, all my cars paid for completely debt free being able to travel on a whim and not having to save up for a year in order to go on vacation, then my work ethic and my plan, my business, my company has to be able to profit that, has to be able to profit in alignment with where I'm trying to be personally. Now, we're not even talking about business-wise because business-wise, the business has to perform. My reward, however, is at the level of its performance. So if I profit, so this is why revenue and profit is so essential to talk about because a lot of people talk about revenue, but when we're talking about income and we're talking about profits, that's a whole nother ball game. Because now we're in a situation where if my business is doing well, that means my energy, my money making mindset energy is doing pretty well. But another thing that we do is that we get to a place and this is I've been there and I probably have been there recently is that we will make a nice chunk of change in our business and then stop. We 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 experience some rewards like, oh, my gosh, I'm able to do this and I'm able to do that and I'm able to purchase this. And, you know, now I got some money in, in the bank. 
And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now what? So what, what is that? That's a money mindset, something blocked there because now it's paralyzing you from taking it to the next step, which means basically keep going and not changing what you just, it's the same thing. It's the same journey. Whatever you did to get to your first 5k, whatever you did to get to your first 7k, whatever you did to get to your first 10, you continue to do that. And now you get to a place where I'm going to continue what I've been doing, but now I have to add a person to help me with the scale piece because now I vertically went up and now I have to grow horizontally. I have to scale now, but we're scared of scaling. And that's a money mindset issue because now we have to bring people in to help us because now we're, we're overwhelmed because now the money is coming and we're being rewarded from the universe of all this output that we've been doing. And it's like, now it's like, okay, Ooh, all right. So now I got to figure out how I'm going to handle all of this. So now I'm afraid of bringing someone in that's, that's, I can trust to help me run something and also handle my clients and not take advantage of me and my clients. So that's a trust factor. So, so it goes back to us. Can I trust myself to run a business? Can I trust myself to not only run a company, but also acknowledge my goals and my end result? Do I want the life that I really desire? Can I trust myself to get there? So that's, that's the piece that we have to consistently work on by affirming, reading books that actually fills us with prosperity principles, really staying around talk that is abundance and mindset shifting instead of staying in this lack standpoint. Because I, I tell you right now, Emily, I didn't come from wealth. I come from two middle-class working parents. They still work full-time, well into their 50s. And I can't really explain to them what I do because they don't get it. They don't get coaching. They don't understand how I'm even making it work as a coach. Like, how are you doing that? They don't understand that piece because they've been taught to sweat by the brow in order to be rewarded. So money mindset is something that you consistently work on as a CEO all the time. Yeah. Totally. And it's so important for every corner of our lives. Like, are you accepting, like, I, I thought about this this morning. This was something I worked on. Are you accepting abundance from other people? Are you letting yourself accept abundance from other people? Ooh. Right? Are you letting yourself accept gifts? Are you letting yourself ask for a sale? Right? That, that's a big topic too. That's a big topic that gets talked about a yes. lot. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, Jay, do you have any recommendations for folks who are listening to this and are thinking, yeah, this is totally scary talking about it. I have all these dreams, but I'm not sure how I'm ever going to get there. Like, can you talk about some strategies or maybe some starting out affirmations for people to work with? Absolutely. So every, if you look at most successful entrepreneurs and when we say successful, that's ones that are bringing in, I don't know, 500K plus consistently. Most of it started in sales. 80% of entrepreneurs, self-made, self-made entrepreneurs started in sales. The other maybe 20, 
ish percent started probably in some type of real estate or something like stocks and things of that nature. But most of your wealth or rich, you know, the richness is coming from a sales piece that you're selling a product, you're selling a program, you're selling a service. So what does that look like? You're building relationships. I don't push a sale on people. Now, do I ask for it? Absolutely. But I build relationships and that's what I teach my clients. And we're, Emily, you and I are really good at that with, you start off with winning the trust of a person that you're a real person that understands what they're going through because it's easy to be a coach when you're coaching yourself from another person. You've been there and done that. And that's usually how we got into coaching. We get into coaching because we're usually coaching from the standpoint of where we've been and, and have overcome or overcoming. So the affirmation is to consistently tell yourself that you can accept abundance, that you are abundant. We're all connected. There's energy everywhere. Everything is energy. But abundance stars is an inner work. So when people say, oh, well, people are not buying. No, it's not that people are not buying. You just stopped asking. Because there are 2.7 billion-ish people on Facebook and 2.1 billion active users on Instagram. You have a lot of leads to go through to say that nobody's buying. And you've only talked to five people in a month. No, that's not acceptable. And it's not acceptable to say that nobody's buying. So as a, as a CEO, McDonald's is open all the time. They're always selling. Like you either driving by or they're running coupons. They're running, you know, ads on TV because they're not accepting that nobody's buying cheeseburgers, no matter how bad their cheeseburgers are <laughs> and how many calories their French fries are, and how bad their milkshakes are. They're going to consistently draw in customers because it's unacceptable to say that nobody's buying cheeseburgers. So it's the same thing with coaching. It's the same thing with any type of service that, especially if it's necessary and it's a need that people are always buying. People are always looking for something to buy. So if you're not positioning yourself to say, I'm always enrolling clients and I'm always enrolling my dream clients. I am all, I am hitting my five figure months with ease. I am attracting clients who really, really want to work with me and they're achieving amazing results in record speed. Like these are things that you, ca- you have to do that work on yourself every single day. I'm telling you, I get in the mirror sometimes. And when I start feeling all eh, this today, I just say, listen here, you are a million dollar business coach, period. Collectively, your clients are achieving a million dollars. There is absolutely that we're not accepting that you're going to sit down and just not do anything. Or you're going to sit and wallow. You are going to show up and you're going to show up powerfully today. And money is going to come to you swiftly and quickly because you are money. I am money. And so money comes to me very easily and consistently in unexpected and expected ways. Every time I wake up, there's money coming to me. Look Look at your bank account and imagine your invoices being paid on time. 
look at your bank account, your business bank account and say, oh my gosh, like I am in love with the fact that I got five figures in there and now I can hire my dream assistant. It's coming, but you have to consistently do that work. And I'm telling you, it comes. I, I just asked back in December, what does paid in full energy feel like? Because I was seeing my our colleagues hit, you know, 20K and 6K and, you know, paid in fulls. So I'm like, what is that? And I started telling myself, I got people that pay me in full. And I got my first pay in full a month later. Just happened. I mean, you know, so it's it's about speaking it and not accepting anything less. If I want it and it's good for me and I feel good about it, then I'm meant for it. Like we don't, we don't come here to be mediocre. We didn't come here to live this life of struggle and piece, piecing coupons together to get this, 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 and this. No, if Beyonce can do it and can have it, so can I. I know I laugh at that. Yeah, I, Kim and I. Yes, <laughs> but it's so true. It's so true. And I love, I love yes. that you speak to this, Jay, because I used to think about big corporations, people that made a lot of money, millionaires. And guess what I thought? Guess how my money mindset issues came about? Well, I don't want to be them. They're all jerks. They're probably rude. They're probably terrible. I don't want to be McDonald's because McDonald's feeds us crap food. If we all change, if everyone who had that, that mindset changed that to be weight, I want to have that level of energy. I want to have that level of money. I want to have that level of influence. And I want to have that level of power. If everyone changed their mindset to look like that, look how much good the world would have. Greedy. Done. Mm-hmm. Right. If, the, if we think that those people are greedy, right? If we think that those people are jerks, then why not the ones who have the heart and the compassion for people rise up? Like, why do, why do the jerks have to be the ones with the money per quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, all that they, you know, they're just, all they're trying to do is get people's money. Well, rise up grasshopper. Like you got the heart, you got the service, but these are excuses and made up narratives that we tell ourselves so that we don't show up, that we level down and, and create this humility mentality that I am, you know, I am you know, the do right, the moral, ethical person. No, that's, I mean, you can still be moral, ethical, and be riches, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can still be for the people. You can still serve unapologetically and be rich as, yeah. so. Yeah, exactly. So let's be that. Yeah. yeah. If the world doesn't look the way we want it, then let's get our own power. Let's get our own abundance. Let's become right. the betterment of this world. And then of course, you know, just a side note, like what Jay just touched on, it's also a myth that everyone that has a lot of money is a jerk, right? But we, t- like right. you said, Jay, we tell ourselves that to kind of get out the easy way, right? We're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to achieve those big goals anyway, because everyone that achieves those big goals, they have this problem and this problem. No, you don't have to tell yourself that you're so much more empowered than that. And imagine if, if all of us became uh, multi-millionaires and had this power, you could, you can influence a lot of people. You change the world. You can't change the world with Zen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Try that with the light company. 
Yeah. I'm going to pay you guys in Zen. And they're going to say Zen and Zen out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Money, money is not evil. It's, it's not bad. It, and you can do so much more. You can feed the hungry with money. That's why sometimes when people put the car before the horse, well, we need to raise money for this. But if you had money, you wouldn't have to beg for it. You know, if you had it and you were actually stepping into your authority, you wouldn't have to create a GoFundMe account to, you know, raise funds for some cause. You can do it unapologetically and do it with the money and the wealth that you've already spend on but if you don't save yourself you cannot save other people you cannot you know help a cause as it's supposed to which is why a lot of nonprofits are struggling right now because a lot of people are trying to put the cart before the horse but if you decide that the right way I'm going to build money because I want to build a homeless shelter or I want to pay off this or I want to you know sponsor a child for a scholarship something that that ties you to some humanitarian effort you got to build it mm-hmm. but you gotta save yourself first yeah you can't do it with you know doing nothing you got to do something yeah totally that's so beautiful and so true that we need to cultivate like it's okay that we're cultivating abundance and hey we're not taking money from people, quote unquote, we're not taking Mm -hmm. money, we're serving them, we're helping them. Hey, what do you believe in? Do you have your art on the side? Do you have your handmaids on the side? Do you have your own coaching business that you're working on? Do you believe in it? Do you think it's for the betterment of people? Then that's amazing that you are exchanging money and exchanging energy for that. I have invested thousands of dollars in my own coaching. And guess what? I connect that to a lot of my own achievements as a coach. I would never take that back. It's like some Mm -hmm. of the best decisions I've made in my life was to invest in coaching or invest in goods that helped me and made me feel good. I love spending money on stuff I believe in. I love it. And I'm not the only one. So we're not taking Mm -hmm. money from people to do our service that we want to do, right? No, we're not. We're definitely not taking it. And And that's why I tell my clients, you're not paying me. You're paying for accountability. Mm. The accountability is the service. My business rewards me, not you. So when you're paying an invoice, you're paying for the level of investment into yourself to, to keep that accountability because you've never, I'm telling you, you, the clients that we have have never been through this level of action ever before. I can attest to that. Before I came to our coach, I never was stretched to that capacity ever in my life. I'm making more money in five months than I've ever made in a corporate job ever in a month. In five, in in quantum, I'm talking about gross and net. What does that mean? That means that, first of all, coaching gave gave me the understanding that I really can have what I want. And I do have, I'm not crazy, in other words that I'm not, that something is, is wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with me. It was just something wrong with how I was doing a thing. And I needed a shift to build a business and build a company. Now, it, does it stretch you? Absolutely. Because you've never been stretched to this capacity before. And you need challenges along the way to keep you sharp. And money, money, the money mindset that comes along with that, it's just a byproduct of being stretched capacity wise to think bigger. And it's not about like 
critically thinking or deeper thought or what can I say now to captivate? It's just now I'm being stretched. I'm being stretched to another place. And when, I, when you're being stretched to another place, it's time to ascend to another level. And ascension is going to hurt. It's going to, it's going to kind of ruffle your feathers a little bit and it's going to agitate you. But that's the call of going to that next level. Because every level you go up, there's a new door that's opened that you've never walked through before. And every time you, you go through a new door, there's a new faith un, uh, uh, unlocked, a new faith level unlocked. So you're being rewarded every time you ascend. But every time you ascend and you stop, you can't unlock it. So you're going to stay steady. And then what will happen is, unfortunately, many people stay at this level. And I'm, I'm actually preaching to myself right now is that we'll stay at this level. And if we stay there and we don't move, we'll go into decline, mm -hmm. which means your business will actually go backwards because you're not growing it anymore. You're not paying attention to what it needs, which is always transactional and transformational on a qualitative level. But quantitatively, you need to always be on the transactional scale, which means you're filling it with cash, cash all the time because your, your business is running on a machine. And if it's still running a machine, you still got an existing business. But as soon as you stop energetically, it's going to take some time. It's going to take a couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months, but the shift is going to be sharp and you're going to go into a decline state. And then you're going to end up back at zero and having to climb back up again to that same mark. So you're going to have to learn today, next week, this month, how to, okay, I'm at this level, I feel good, but then I also feel pressed and I feel challenged and I feel, I, I, you know, mm, do I really want to grow some more? Yes, you want to grow some more. I'm sorry, you're going to have to grow some more and you're going to have to grow again. So sales, let me go back to your thing of sales on the, on the hemisphere of the, the socials is that you have to detach from rejection. You have to detach from people saying, I don't need it right now. Find other creative ways to build leads. Having conversations with service-based providers such as the one we're having right now to offer value to an audience. Doing workshops, teaching, you know, bringing in folds of people for free and offer a class on a topic because I, I'm a teacher by heart. I've taught at Bellhaven University for a year and a half in human development social psychology. So I absolutely love teaching this in me. I've taught Sunday school for over, oh my gosh, almost 15 years. So teaching is in my blood. So I, I just, I love it, but it gives me the opportunity for people to see me and to know me. So that's the thing about the know, like, and trust factors that people have to know you, they have to like you. And then the ultimate trust is the transactional period where they want to be in and want to learn from you so much that they're willing to pay and sacrifice to learn from you on, on a, a much more intimate scale. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. You're speaking to me too right now. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it literally, everybody, this stuff literally hits everybody. It's so powerful, Jay. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful to talk to you about all this. And I want, do you have a couple of more minutes to tell us a little bit about your program and how you teach your clients? 
Absolutely. So I have the, my signature program is called the Skyrocket Growth Accelerator. So it's a nine month program where I take women who are in the service-based industry who are uh, coaches and consultants. They're high achieving women. So what is that? What is high achieving women? High achieving women who are overworked and underpaid. Uh, They're achieved and accomplished on paper, but you know, mentally, spiritually, they're drained and they want to do so much good and they want to build wealth, but they just don't have the mindset in order to do that. They are very scared to sell. They're very scared to kind of put themselves out there. So they're rolling my program because I call it skyrocket because first of all, I'm huge. I love spaceships. I love rockets. So I'm very infatuated with the universe. So they come into the program to learn principles and get those uh, resources in order to strengthen their money mindset, strengthen their sales confidence. I give them the tools necessary, the templates, the, the scripts in order to grow their service-based business and their practices. So the, the support looks like, you know, we have our group calls every single week. We have our private Facebook community and we have different ways that we do, you know, we sell, but I give them a much more less intimidating way to sell. And the, the less intimidating is relationship first, people first, value first, and then you release with giving the offer and then you detach and we move to the next lead. This has really strengthened the confidence factor in a lot of my clients. And they've been able to go from charging $100 an hour in their coaching practices or $100 in consulting to now closing, you know, seven, eight, nine K within 30 to 45, even 60 days of working with me. And it's just, it's really refreshing to see women actually stepping into their wealth trajectory unapologetically. So that's my program. Beautiful. Oh, it's so exciting. (laughs) And this is one more question before we get to, you know, how we can find you, how we can work with you. I always ask my guests here, what is the root of health? What is the root of health for you? Where does health blossom from and kind of what's that baseline? Do you think? Oh, the root for health. Ooh, recognizing that your body is necessary to perform. And what you give it, and I have to talk at it like that because your body stays here. When you transition from here to an internal realm, wherever that is, your body stays here. So which indicates to me that this body is just a shell to get things done in this realm. So the root of health is to recognize that your body is a tool. And if you don't treat this tool right, you're not going to get anything done at the fullest capacity. So treating it with respect and honoring it is one of the best ways to start securing a life of wealth because health is wealth. Incredible. Beautiful. Okay, Jay, how can we find you? How can we work (laughs) with you? How can we see what you have to offer? Ask more about your programs. You can actually follow me on uh, Instagram. So I am J, I am J-A-I Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R. And I'm also on Facebook. So I do accept friend requests at Jaina, J-A-Y-N-A. That's my government name, Butler, Mm -hmm. B-U-T-L-E-R. And you can also request to join my group if you're a culture consultant, which is skyrocketandthrivegroup.com. 
Awesome. I'm going to have all of that information linked in the show notes as well. Jay, it was such an honor to have you on. Such a beautiful experience as always talking to you. I love talking to you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. I hope you loved this interview with Jay Butler. I have all of Jay's contact information linked in the show notes below. And if you did love this episode, subscribe to this podcast or leave a rating or review or share this podcast with your community. I would be so grateful if you do that. We want to spread the word of accessible health. We want to spread the word of natural health. That is what we are doing here. That is why I am providing all of this information to you for free. That is why I am providing access to these amazing guests that I have on my podcast for free. I want to spread the word of natural health and I want to make natural health accessible to everybody. Everyone deserves that. So help us spread the word. And if you do any of these actions, if you share us, if you like us, if you rate us, review us, subscribe to the podcast, you will be entered into a drawing to win a free 45 minute private health coaching session with me. So like I said before, just take a screenshot of your subscription, your review, or the post that you share. DM me that screenshot on Instagram and your name will be entered into the drawing. And again, my Instagram is emilys.rootawakening. Feel free to follow me there as well. And remember, if you do one of these three things, your name gets entered into the drawing once. If you do all three of these things, your name will get entered into the drawing three times. So you will have three times the chance of winning a free health coaching session with me. And if you'd like longer term accessible guidance with your health journey, if you'd like access to a community that is passionate about cultivating natural health as well, and that will lift you up, encourage you, make you feel heard, Join us in the Root Awakening Mastermind. Reach out to me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening if you think you'd like to join and if you'd like to hear more details, if you have any questions. There is also a link in my bio that will help you to apply for the mastermind. I am Emily Kosick, health coach and CEO of Root Awakening. Thank you so much for listening to this interview. I am so, so grateful for you. I really mean that. Thank you for supporting natural health. Thank you for supporting an outlet for natural health that makes it more accessible to folks. And I just can't wait to hear from you soon. See you on the next episode.